0: This is Your Other Brother's Podcast. Sort
1: of.
0: What's up, homies? Get it? Because because you're all at home. And you are my homies, by the way. Everyone listening is a homie of me. My name is Tom, and I am the editor-co-founder of Your Other Brothers. And we're a community navigating faith, homosexuality, masculinity, and coronavirus together. We are entering week three of this brand new adventure called the Corona Convocast. And I, for one, I don't know how y'all feel. Well, I know how some of y'all feel because some of y'all have reached out and said you're really enjoying the short form episodes. So thanks to all who have reached out. But I'm just speaking for myself. Even if everyone hate it, low, the world hate every episode I put out. I will follow this passion that I have of connecting with various members of our Yab and Yab adjacent community. And so after two weeks, I've had a great time connecting with all sorts of people. And entering week three, uh, we're, we've reached the bottom of the barrel, y'all. We're, we're recycling. We're recycling the well. And we're going back to our very first episode's guest, our premiere episode featuring the one and only brother of Jacob, Nate
1: Baranowski. What's up, Nate? You're back. That was a type of introduction <laughs> where I was excited <laughs> to come back. And now I feel like... oh. You really made it feel like you really had to pull out an old dusty guest. <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest,
0: I this may hurt the feelings of some of our other guests. I've been looking forward to getting to talk to you again. I just didn't want to come across as, oh, he's talking to Nate again. Again, doesn't he have does he have no one else to talk oh,
1: to? Oh, you were couching it for those who said, "Oh, I don't want to hear another convo cast with Nate." I understand. You're trying to right. play both sides. Right. <laughs> I'm playing both sides. It's what
0: I do best. Got it. I'm a I'm a peacemaker. I'm a I'm a mediator. Yeah. But uh no, it's good to have you back. Nate, it's been a couple weeks now. We're a couple of weeks further into the plague.
1: How are you holding up? I am doing great. I made a schedule today for myself because it is a work day. So I have a sheet of paper with nine to five today. I am filling up with productive slash work things. So I love making lists. And, I love, and you've included and yes, this podcast. Yes, this, this has this time slot right here. So
0: i am so honored that you would
1: consider this i'm excited or for it or whatever i you shaved it. my head today so i have a fresh new bald head did you really yeah. okay yeah it's yeah you fresh. did um mm-hmm. tom i had a question for you just right off the bat every time i've seen my you, head is not well, shaved it is about shaving though because every time i've seen you your facial hair has been at a drastically different length So at some point in time, you were growing out a nice full beard, then you went baby smooth, Mm -hmm. and now you're rocking that Mm -hmm. Hollywood stubble, Chris Pratt, action hero stubble. Uh, Are you just kind of mixing it up, or are you just going, grow it out, grow it out, grow it out, shave it down, and start again? You're just...
0: Yeah, yeah. You just catch me at those dramatic junctures because I just, I go weeks and weeks without shaving. I'll do some touch-ups, you know, along the way, just so it's not crawling down my Adam's apple or whatever. But um, for the most part, it's like, yeah, once every three weeks or something, I'll do a full-on shave, get it nice down to the bone, and then it just grows back as it does. And so, so I guess in the junctures you've seen me the last few times, it's been like, yeah, full on beard, baby smooth. And now it's like somewhere in the middle. So, okay.
1: I didn't know how <laughs> often how you I'm, are changing. And meanwhile, your my
0: hair. Yeah. My hair on top is just growing and growing and growing. Cause there's nowhere. I'm not going to, I'm not about to shave it myself. I'm not that desperate. So I'm just gonna let it grow and see what happens. This is the, this is the shaggy age. Uh, I guess, I guess we're like reverting back to the seventies. People are either shaving their head or it's just like,
1: Shaggy, Shaggy, all the way, yeah, to the you eyes, might be eyebrows. in like two thousand eight Bieber right now in the hair, ooh <laughs> there's that is such a high honor. <laughs> I will take
0: that I'll take that that metaphor, that compliment, um. Yeah. Have you um, have you and your wife done any more escape rooms in a box?
1: We have not. Uh, but we are currently doing a murder mystery in a box. A, uh, it's called Hunt a Killer. So we're, we're currently going through that. <laughs> We've moved on to doing crosswords. We did a week of timed crosswords. Since I last spoke to you, oh my going gosh. through USA Today Crosswords, and uh, we've recently done Ken Ken Puzzles, which take Sudoku and just blow it out of the waters. If you're a Sudoku fan, move to Ken Ken, because you're going to love it. Wow. Tips and wow. strategies. You guys
0: are going to be... Yeah, you guys are going to be so smart at the end of this.
1: <laughs> I really I have to exercise... I really have to exercise the brain during this time. It really is... I get really restless if I haven't solved any problems or done any uh, brain ticklers. Tickle that brain. That's a good good strategy. Well, Nate,
0: before the time ellipses, because the time is going so fast, um, we got one comment on our previous combo cast that said...
1: Never bring Nate back. Thanks, Tom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm saying and I quote, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm actually not quoting it. And I paraphrase... I would love to hear Tom and Nate talk about Survivor. And, you know, it's like law of probability. If one person is saying that, then surely millions yep. are saying that.
1: I'm in. Let's go. So,
0: so for anyone who's not listening to Survivor and you are not watching Survivor this season, and you want to fast forward 45 seconds or however minutes. long we talk about it. Three minutes. Free. But I invite you to listen three minutes, okay? Yeah, we have two big Survivor fans here. And I know we have, I just know, I know we have a decent audience who also watch Survivor. And the reason this is important is because this season is season 40. And yes, Survivor has been on for 40 seasons. Not 40 years, but 40 seasons. And this season is special because it's an all winners edition and 20 former winners are competing. And so it's it's we, we it must be a crime if we didn't give our thoughts so far on the season. We're about halfway through there's 10 people left. Well, there's also this loser's bracket where people are still on the game, but that's another story. But 10 people left. Nate, what are your thoughts? What are your survivor winners at war?
1: Hot takes. Thoughts
0: halfway through All right, through this here season? are all my hot yeah. takes.
1: Season 39 before this was the only season that I ever stopped watching Midway Through because it was so bad. Slash, ahead controversy behind it, and I didn't want to be a part of it. So I actually bailed on last season. But I came into season wow. 40... Some Survivor fan. I you mean, are. at the end of the day, I just want to say my <laughs> morals <gonna> just, <laughs> rise above your uh, petty Survivor fandom. So let's just think. Of, okay. Fair. It, it was an awful season. It was really. But bad. continue. But season forty, I've been so excited. I love and have watched. I think every one of these winners' seasons, at this point in time, um, I wish Cochran was involved in this season. I missed. Having him there, I went into it a huge Yule supporter. I love Yule. I was ready for Yule to take it all the way. And there is something about seeing old school players playing in this season that makes me a little bit long for a day when you actually had to fish to survive, and actually, the type mm. of friendships you were forming were a little bit more legitimate. This was back in the day. You wouldn't keep bad people around so that they would come to the end with you. They only like somehow figure that out in season twenty-five or so. That hey, if no one likes them, you should actually take yeah. them to the end with you. And nowadays, you can be
0: even though they're making your life correct. miserable and Back in the day,
1: it, in Survivor, if someone was making the the camp life miserable, you just voted them out just because you didn't like them. Nowadays, it's like no, keep them around. We need them to be. Unlikable, so love you all. I do not like edge of extinction is my next hot take. I like that people like Ethan get to stay in the game and Rob get to be around. The fact that I don't know exactly how they come back in really messes up some of my survivor drafts. So edge of extinction's rough. Uh, that's where I'm currently at. That's my hot takes. I'm loving this season so far. What are your thoughts?
0: I'm loving it too I yeah, you really hit the the chord in me. I was so excited to see a bunch of old school players back. It was predominantly new school. It's probably like three-fourths of the cast was maybe of the newer school variety. But seeing a good smattering of old school players, I was excited to see them and hoping, maybe naively hoping that they would do well in this game. And as the season has gone, they've all been obliterated from the game. They're all out. So they're all surviving on this edge of extinction together. And it just makes me sad because they're good people. They're good, solid winners, sociable, strategic but they just had no chance in this era, this new era with advantages and strategy out the wazoo. And it's just Voting constantly blocks. like it, it makes me tired. Sometimes when I watch episodes, I just get really tired because I'm seeing, mm-hmm. okay, I'm with this person and then I'm with this person and I got to switch this person. And I miss scenes where it's just like, we're going to go fish on the other side of the Island today. And, and they're just going fishing for 10 minutes. Like I kind of miss the slower pace. So it had me missing the old days, but but it also, it's like it's like an Avengers, I'm not a big superhero person, but it's kind of like the Avengers of Survivor, seeing like yes. all these amazing humans, strategists, sociable players coming together. So I've been really enjoying this season, even though I miss that all of my old school players are
1: no longer right. in the running. Basically. I really thought, I was always a big fan of Wendell, but... I don't know if it's just the way he played it or the edit he got this year pre uh, getting knocked into the edge of extinction that I I really got soured on Wendell as a person um, this season. But I do watch I follow on Instagram, the survivor account and get to get all of their interviews after they've gone to edge of extinction. And they're like, and he seems great again. So I don't know if he was just. Playing a little bit more of like a jerk role. The editing yeah, will get you when you know.
0: come back for another season. You'll you'll turn into someone else. That's basically how it works. But yeah, no, I've been I've been enjoying it, and I guess um, you and I have texted a little bit about Queen Denise. I'm definitely all in mm. right now on Queen Denise. She's like she's this older woman. She's the oldest person on the cast, and I think she I think she's only like 50 or 48 or something like that, late 40s, I believe. And um, she is amazing because she's like super fit for an older woman, she's got this funky hairstyle this season. It's like shaved half of her head. And she's a sex therapist. She's like a great listener. She like, every time I see her interacting with people, she's always like, Oh, what do you think? Like, Hmm. And she's always just very intuitive. And I, she dethroned Sandra, who is the only person as of yet to have won the game twice. That's about to change. But she, she's just, she's, she checks all the boxes for me. She's my new queen. And I, I love her. That's my parting thought as I'm cheering for Denise all the way. If anyone wanted to know who I'm in for.
1: Absolutely. Sounds great. I, I, I'm I rooting for Tony to get far in this game because I think Tony has played this season so much better than any of his past seasons that uh, I'm kind of becoming a Tony fan.
0: Yes. Tony is great too. He's like a crazy energizer bunny, but he's somehow been able to channel all that energy and all the right ways this season. So it's been fun to watch. So anyway, that's, those are your survivor thoughts with Tom and Nate. We could probably talk. Right. We need to stop about this. We wanted to provide, we needed to provide at least a chunk of time this episode. um, Because again, at least one person requested it. So therefore 7 million of you requested it. So there it is. Enjoy, enjoy our survivor thoughts. Maybe Nate at the end of the season, we'll come back and uh, give our thoughts on the season as a whole of, uh, on the whole when Boston Rob comes back from Edge of Extinction and wins the whole game, we'll all we'll have Absolutely. thoughts to share. <laughs> there we go. Or Amber, could you no. imagine? Oh, man. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I literally can't imagine. Oh, man. So, Nate, it's, uh, we're after Easter now. Did you, did you and the wife celebrate Easter in any capacity, any way, anything special, anything different?
1: Nothing. Well, yes, something special. We uh, went... To a state park, we went outdoors for Easter, and we walked around, did some trail walking because this was an area that was still open. So we were able to enjoy a beautiful sunny day in the Greater Chicago area. That was really nice for Easter.
0: That's awesome that you have a trail that's open. That does not exist here. There are no trails. Really, they closed it all down. Street. It's just like get on the street. Yeah, it's pretty much every man for himself on the neighborhood Got it. I'm looking forward to the day, you know, like I think about this all the time because I go on these walks every day and as I'm walking the neighborhood and I crisscross with somebody, mm-hmm. we make eye contact and somebody has to make the first move and so inevitably, inevitably it's usually the other person. I'm like I'm going to stand my ground. But sometimes I get out of the way if it's an older couple. But basically there's this unspoken thing where we know to not intersect each other. Like someone needs to go onto the street or cross the street to the other or side in the grass so that we're not right. brushing shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Go on the grass a little bit. And I just look forward to the day when this is all over where I make eye contact with somebody and they look back at me and we smirk and we just keep walking past well, each other. And that's the end of the episode.
1: That's I it. do love those little interactions with people as you walk by them, because I'm usually the one to kind of move out of the way super early Because I don't, like, as you get too close to each other, then there is kind of an awkward, like, all right, when are are we going to, like, we know we have to, when do we depart? But I (laughs) find the interactions with people to be really pleasant because there is this sense Mm. of, like, we're all in this together. Everyone's a little bit socially deprived when it comes to -to face-to-face communication with strangers. So I have a lot of very friendly smiles and, like, have a good one. Stay safe sort of thing yeah
0: no sometimes yeah sometimes I'll be listening to a podcast that I'm really in- into or I'll be talking to somebody on the phone or something and so sometimes I just like you know it's sometimes I don't make eye contact or sometimes it's just like a you know one of those little nods or whatever but other times yeah the people are just like they'll wave and they'll smile and they say hello thank you or just, and it's been a really bizarre thing to, to consciously separate from people but that it's also like I would never have that kind of interaction with them otherwise. Like if we were just passing oh, sure. on the street, like there probably would be no, no eye contact, no nothing really, at least from my vantage point. So, so it is an interesting thing. We're farther apart, but closer
1: right. than ever. There, there's also a time in the city, especially, we're wearing more masks more often, especially if you're going to the store, you go going to the grocery store, you're, they recommend you wear a mask. Yeah, so it's hard masks. to emote when you're wearing a mask and all they see is your eyes. So, I usually give very dramatic head nods as a sign of like, <laughs> hello and greetings. <laughs> like a Jedi Padawan
0: with his mask. Exactly,
1: a lot of deference. There. Something like that. I saw
0: I saw a funny TikTok the other day that it was like, if you don't have a mask, a good. Um, a good like fix for that is to wear a hoodie put the hoodie over your head and then grab one of those glass lids that goes over your pots in the kitchen and just like put it over <laughs> your face and then put cinch the hoodie over it. <laughs> and so then you have this like glass mask basically with a handle that you can adjust.
1: That is very face. good. I thought that, that is was very cool. good. You almost lost me when you mentioned the word TikTok, but you got me back.
0: <laughs> we gotta bring the TikTok talk back because it's more relevant than ever. Nate, I have been on TikTok so I much lately. It. Uh, it's it's crazy. I, I watch it and all of a sudden an hour has gone by. It's ridiculous. Mm. But it's so good. People are so creative. I am in awe of the human capacity for creativity. <laughs> Nate, you got to try it. You got
1: to let the TikTok nah, sweep nah, over you. It's so nah. good. I'm 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 <laughs> good. Okay, I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting. It. No, no, no. I pivot now because I'm a second-time guest, (laughs) so I have more power now.
0: Please, please do. Go.
1: Navigating faith is one of the things, right? Faith is one of the things.
0: Yes, it is. Let's talk about... Didn't you want to talk about control? Is that what you mentioned last time?
1: I did. But that can get to... We can get to that in a second. Okay. 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 So here's something that I have developed more so in the last couple of weeks, and that is this the desire to be more liturgical in my faith. Okay. I am from a Protestant very what's the is is the opposite of high church just low church? I'm from a very <laughs> from a very loosey goosey as far when it comes to like church uh-huh. traditions. I got and you liturgy. I have desired to be much more liturgical. So like I was even thinking about writing up some like uh, call and responses for prayer, writing out some prayers, like reading a little bit more, uh, becoming, I don't know, just becoming more like structured in the way that I practice faith. Um, and I wanted to know if that is something that is just me, if you've experienced any of that at all. It might be from a standpoint of because everything's so loosey-goosey and I'm watching uh, services online, I want a little bit more of a structured practice. When you take away all that, all this kind of comes up. I want to kind of, I'm feeling very creepy. Not not the group, not the Cree-y. band, but I'm feeling very nice seeing creepy. Or the, the right. office character. <laughs> No, I totally,
0: I totally follow you. I, you know, I grew up in a more of a loosey-goosey tradition as well. So like no rituals, no recitings or creeds or anything like that. And I always saw, I always looked at people who denominations like that, people who follow those things as very religious and the most negative connotation possible. Like they're so enslaved to these like, lifeless traditions. But the reality is when I started experiencing different churches that would recite the apostles creed or the lord's prayer or take communion every single week there's something beautiful about it like like yes it's part of the schedule and it's part of the thing but it's there's something beautiful about having something so reliable and solid especially when you look at the apostles creed and especially the lord's prayer i mean these are things that go back hundreds thousands of years and for it to still be happening today is really like magical. I don't know, for lack of a better word, it, 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 uh, it's beautiful to have, for me, it's beautiful to have a mixture of both. It's good to have spontaneous worship and and room for the spirit to do whatever he will do. And then also to have, to have that, ru- that structure and that, that routine as well. Right. Like I've, I've found so much life in that the last few years. So, so I totally, just having there.
1: those traditions and those, uh I don't know what, what are they called uh, having those little things that everyone's doing. And even if you're at home, you know, everyone's doing the same thing that yeah. kind of in unison, but apart, uh, that's really powerful in the it's like, in a scattered church.
0: Yeah. It's like the, uh, yeah, it's like the avoiding each other on a sidewalk of Christianity. It's like, it's something we're all conscious of and that we're all doing right. together and that we have, we've been doing it together for hundreds and thousands of years. Like that's that's a really cool concept to to connect with fellow believers exactly. in such a way. So so I'm all about yeah I'm all about liturgy and all all about creeds and Lord's prayer all of that stuff. It's been it's been a huge part of my faith journey the last last few years.
1: So I hope. You press into that. I hope you find what you're looking for. I, I may be doing some, something that I want to develop here next, and maybe I can just find some good resources online is that I would love to do kind of some more structured prayer time uh, with my wife here at home where one of us says a, like a prayer request. So they do that in in masses typically where uh, there is like a, a response that the whole group says after, you know, we, we pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer, that sort of response, responsorial. Yes. Perfect.
0: That's exciting. I look forward to hearing updates on that. Well, Nate, that's it. We did it for a second time.
1: Maybe next time we'll talk about control. We'll, we'll get to
0: control eventually. I, I appreciated your, yeah, your intentionality though to talk about the liturgies. That's That's exciting.
1: We should talk about homosexuality next time too as I'm yeah but Jason
0: it's whatever or
1: masculinity
0: homosexuality we we've <laughs> been there done that i figure no we can talk about that we share
1: faith which is pretty important too it's the first one in the list
0: it's the first one absolutely it's the pillar so thanks Dave for being here i also wanted to give a shout out to you i was trying to give you a shout out earlier but you cut me off to talk about liturgy so but anyway i wanted to give you a shout out because you're when we were talking about creativity you have been doing these instagram lives on your on your instagram where you are doing all these amazing little art projects. So I just wanted to give you a shout out to for people to follow you because I'll then chime in. I'll like watch for 10 seconds and then you'll notice me. And then I feel guilty about not leaving for the next at least 30 seconds. I do seconds it on purpose. A so it's I do really it on great. purpose. It's a, <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great guilt tactic to get people to stick around and watch what you're doing a little bit. Exactly. So, so yeah, tell the, people, tell the people your Instagram handle. You don't, probably don't remember. It, it is.
1: Do I say the at? Do I say at? Yes, at at. Nate.Baranowski, B A R A N O W S K I. Follow me on Instagram for all that hot content. (laughs)
0: Not TikTok yet. Never. We'll give him some time. (laughs) You can follow me on TikTok at Thomas Mark Z, but we'll get there when we get there. Thanks, Nate, for being here. Thanks, all of y'all, for listening. If you're interested in learning more about our content, You can go to yourotherbrothers.com. Follow us on all the socials at yourotherbros. And remember, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. So stay at home, y'all, but stay connected. And Nate, we'll have you back again while the coronavirus is probably still around. So stay tuned.
1: If a petition gets passed around that I should not not come back, (laughs) I will honor it. But I need more than 100 (laughs) signatures to keep me away. Thanks, Nate. (laughs)
0: See y'all later.